This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome back to According To. I'm Megan. And I'm Sierra. And we are excited for this week's episode. We asked you guys on Instagram to share your embarrassing dating or crush-related stories because everyone has them. And we'll even be sharing some stories of our own at the end of this episode, so you're going to want to stick around. Fair warning, I tried my hardest to think of like an actual embarrassing story experience that I have, but either it was too embarrassing that I blocked it out or I just don't have something that's like even, like I just can't think of anything. And so instead, what I'm going to be sharing with you guys, which I think is better actually, is I've been waiting to tell you guys this story for a year and a half, but I never like thought to do it except for like when it was happening. We have like a gym stalker story. And so when it was happening, I was just like, I so want to go on the podcast and tell you guys about it because it was absolutely insane and annoying to live through. But at the time I was just like, I kind of wanted it to like resolve first. And so I forgot about it since then. Well, I haven't forgotten about it. I just, it hasn't come up for the podcast. Like we literally... Like, it sounds more dramatic than it is, but, like, we literally, like, stopped vlogging for a little bit because we, like, we're, like, we don't want to reveal our location, so. So, stay tuned for that. Sierra does have, like, an embarrassing... It's not so much embarrassing. I feel like it's more cringy, but it's a good story. So, we'll share our stuff at the end, but otherwise, thank you guys so much for sending stuff in if you did, and make sure you guys follow our Instagram if you want to be involved in future episodes. Um, We did an episode a while ago where we just shared embarrassing stories that was just like in general so we kind of wanted to make it more specific for this more one. topical and if you guys like these episodes let us know what other topics you think would be interesting for people to send in stories for before we jump into your guys's embarrassing stories we're going to do our weekly spotlights so i'll go ahead and start my weekly spotlight is just kind of centered around the clinical that i did on friday it was my very first full day clinical for the program <laughs> i've only ever done one other full day thing because that, that was inpatient stuff but usually when I would do job shadowing stuff I do half days I think that's good I don't really think that you need to like be shadowing for an entire day so that was my first thing and honestly I need to get used to this because wow I was there from eight to five and I know it's like a very typical work day but you know for PTs oftentimes you're up moving around and so it's like you have to really balance like I'm standing now, so, like, now that I have, like, an opportunity to, like, take a seat, like, I should do that, otherwise I'm gonna, like, regret standing for so long. I'm just honestly, like, nagging on this right now, (laughs) but it was a good experience. Um, It was just an outpatient orthopedic clinic, and I got to do things I've never done before, and so it was just, like, um, compared to last semester when we did clinicals, I did a few things, like, maybe taking patient history and stuff, but not a lot. Like, there was, I was in two inpatient things, so it's just, like, there's not a lot I could realistically do. Yeah, I didn't do a lot either. And so, but this time around, this outpatient place focuses on manual therapy, which we've just started learning about, but, you know, it was enough for, like, the PTs would, like, be doing something on one arm, and, like, I'd kind of be, like, mirroring them on the other limb and doing soft tissue stuff, and so that was a good experience to start learning, and then also I did ultrasound for the first time, and... I did eSIM for the first time. You could talk about your uh, goniometer success story. Oh, yeah. So also, um, I have done goniometry before. If you don't know what that is, it's basically when you do range of motion, it's like, it looks like a protractor. That's what I thought it was for a while, but it's a goniometer. You can also Google it if you need to. And so there was one person person that was there for like 
it was not a near placement they were in there because they were tried this injection thing that was supposed to help their cartilage regenerate or something and i think it has like iffy success rates but that's what he tried so they were like checking out his range of motion so the pt because i'm i was actually there with another person that was in our class and this place had a lot of students there just like undergrad students pt techs that work there or just like people that were undergrad and wanted to get observation hours like there was a lot of people there and so um it was me and two other students that were i believe undergrad that were like watching a physical therapist working with one of the patients and then you know i'm sitting in my stool and the pt's like megan because (laughs) i'm the only one that's watching that can actually like try and do you know a select amount of things so they were like, I'm going to measure the range of motion, and then I'm not going to tell you. Then you're going to measure range of motion, and then you're going to tell me, and we're going to see if it matches. And you have an audience, too. Yeah, so I was like, <laughs> well, okay. And then, so we were measuring knee flexion and extension, and I don't like measuring knee extension. It's just not my favorite thing. But he measured, and I wasn't allowed to look because that was against the rules. And then it was my turn to measure, and so I got, like, 11 degrees lacking knee extension. And then for flexion, I did... Um, I got 110 degrees, and honestly, like, I feel pretty good about my range of motion stuff. I was like, it'll hopefully be, like, close. Within a couple degrees. And so, then he was like, I think he probably said first, like, oh, like, I got 110 degrees, like, exactly, too. So, like, we spot on for that, and I was like, good job, Megan. <laughs> and then, um, he got lacking six degrees of extension, so he was just like, I'll say eight. And I was just like, <laughs> okay. But that was good, and I had a good experience, and so, I have to say, at 1030, I, like, hit a wall. I was getting a headache, and I was feeling, like, lightheaded. I don't know why, but I was just like... It needs to be, like, lunchtime ASAP, but I was just, like, not, like, able to focus when I was like that, and then after lunch, I was able to, like, refocus. The second half of the day went by fast when I got to do more stuff, so that was good. My weekly spotlight was also on Friday. I didn't have any clinical, and we don't have class on Friday except for if you have clinical, so I just had a free day. I have a three-day weekend this weekend, and I was still pretty productive. Like, I studied for four hours that day. I worked out and, like, got everything on my to-do list done. And also, guys, you need to watch Imposters if you haven't. I feel like this is an old wreck because I think it was kind of popular on Netflix a couple years ago. But if you haven't seen it, highly recommend. Or, you know, it's weird. We should give, like, a little premise. If you haven't seen it before, it's two seasons, ten episodes each, and it no longer is running. So it's, like, a nice, easy watch. Mm -hmm. But it's basically about this girl who's, like, part of a team and is, like, she's a pretending to be someone else and is, like, marrying people to scam them out of their money. Mm-hmm. And then um, what we found out was one of the actors, like the main guy actor in that, I don't remember his name. Rob Heaps, I think is his actual name. Zero ended up like going on his like Google thing where it says different things that they're in. And he is actually in, he's a small role in And Then There Were None, which we just watched because Sierra just read that book. And that's um, like a two-part movie like type BBC thing. thing. But I just thought that was weird because like those are like such a niche show, especially like the And Then There Were None. Like I don't. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people have seen it, but, like, it's not, you know, something that everyone has seen. Mm-hmm. So, I was just like, that is so weird. I've I was never just looking... seen him, and now we've seen him twice. Yeah, I was looking at his, you know, other stuff he's been in, and then I was like, no way. We just saw that. So, that's kind of weird. That's kind of it for my spotlight. I don't really have anything else to add. Okay, so, we had a DM thing that you guys, most of you sent stuff through, but I do have a couple that were sent through, like, the response thing that is super short, so I'm going to start with those, and we'll just go back and forth, and then eventually we'll get to our stories. So, um, this first one says, this is just, um, one of the quick responses. A guy I went out with told me how big my feet were, how my feet were so big two times on our first and last date. (laughs) That is so funny. What a weird thing to bring up. 
I would be like, the first time, I'd be like, okay, that was weird. And then the second time, I'd be like, okay, I get it. I'd be like, that's when she decided yeah, this is the last date. I agree. Date. Like, first time, she was like, that's kind of weird. And the second time, slide. she was like, no, we're not going on a second date. Okay. Um, so, I'm going right into the longer responses, or longer response ones, so bear with me. So, I posted on Snapchat one of those anonymous question things and was getting a few who do you like questions, and I would just say private info or something like that. Eventually, someone asked, first letter of the person you like's name, and I answered C. Then the guy that I liked replied to the post asking, who is it? And I panicked and I just said, I can't say. Two days later, I posted Snapchat, or Snap back for TBH, and he replied. So I confessed my feelings in that post. I went pretty into detail on why I liked him, and suddenly everyone was replying saying, you like Connor. After posting the first letter of his name and then going into detail about what I liked about him, everyone from my school figured it out. It really wouldn't have been that bad, but two weeks prior to this, he had gotten into a relationship with a close friend of mine, but they were keeping it secret, so I confessed my feelings to a taken man, and my entire school found out. Uh, and then there's another part. In the end, it turned out okay, though. It's been almost two years. They broke up. She didn't care that I liked him because I told her I got over him as soon as I found out they were together. That was kind of a lie, TBH. Her and I are still really good friends, and him and I started talking not that long ago. She's okay with it. Life's good. Oh, wow. What a, <laughs> what a nice turn of Isn't events. Isn't that so funny? This, honestly, stuff like this screams high school to me. Yeah. Like, the t- like for TBH, which I don't think that really happens anymore, but it's like, when we were in high school, Ask FM was a thing. And then, like, I know YOLO was, like, a thing for a while, and I don't think people really do that anymore, which was, like, something similar. I don't remember that. It's, a, like, the Snapchat extension. Oh. It's called YOLO. Gotcha. And I'm just like, if you guys didn't know... I don't feel like Kelly would care if I share this, but um, her and Ashton, which is her fiance now, they started talking because of one. Of, <laughs> they started talking because of a like for truth is on Twitter. They did know of each other and like because they both swam in high school, but that was the thing that made them start talking and then start dating. And now they've been together for six years. Six years and are engaged. So, so I bet it works. I bet he didn't think when he was DMing <laughs> Kelly that he's like, "This is my future fiance." Imagine if he was like. Debating on posting that, and he was like, nah. <laughs> That's uh, so funny. Funny. What a life-altering moment, just pressing that send tweet <laughs> button. <laughs> okay, this next one is, my ex and I had our first, I don't, I'm just gonna like paraphrase what they're saying. So this person had their first kiss with an ex, and the person had dentures, and so they fell out when they kissed, and... The person she was kissing had dentures? Yeah. Did she know that? That would be scary. That would be scary. <laughs> I have no idea. Your mouth's falling that. apart. She said, hashtag scarred for life. Yeah, literally. So probably not something she was expecting. Oh my god, that would be so scary. I think I'd scream. I like, your teeth just fell out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, next one I have. Here's my embarrassing story. Soon after turning 16, I made a quick Target trip because I needed a few things. I walked into the store and grabbed what I needed, soon realizing I did not have enough arms to carry it all by myself. So I decided to go back to the front of the store to grab a basket. While I was on my way... That I happens passed, a lot, honestly. Literally. While I was on my way, I passed by a very attractive boy. I am the kind of person who lives by the motto, no regrets, so I just decided to make a move make a move just in case. I marched towards this teenage boy and told him that I thought he was cute. I received a very strange look. It was not until I arrived to the pile of baskets and placed the things I was purchasing into one that I realized exactly why I received that look. In the midst of being distracted by an attractive teenage boy, I completely forgot what I was holding. In my left hand, a package of bright pink pepper spray, and in my right, a box of super tampons. I've never been more humiliated in my life. <laughs> I respect the I know, courage, though. right? I read that. I would never. I read that, and I was like, go you. Although, I'm like, I wish you would have included details such like, what happened. Like, you make it sound like you said that, and then just, like, walked to the basket yeah. without him saying anything. He just stood there, and that was it. Like, look, what happened weird? after the weird look? So. He had to have said something. Right? Like, be like, thanks. You'd have to say something. So. I respect just, that, like, though. Like, go you. 
Yeah. Okay, this one says, um, I met this guy on Bumble, and we had gone on some dates before he asked me to go to, go to his place and watch some movies. He had told me before that he had a roommate, so I was expecting him to be there when I got there. When I got to his apartment, it was just us, and we started watching a movie together in his room. He got a call and told me that his roommate was at the front door, and they forgot their keys. He then proceeded to tell me that his roommate was actually his mom, and I needed to, needed to get out of his bed <gasps> before his mom was let in. He was freaking out a little bit before he let her in. When he let her in, she clearly had no idea who I was or why I was there with her son. I felt like I had snuck into his house and gotten caught by his mom, even though I was 20 when this happened. Oh my god. I love that he's like, I have a roommate. <laughs> that is not... Like, if you're... Like, just say you live with your mom. or Literally. Because then, after the fact, like, that's not going anywhere after that. Like, I feel like it'd be, like, weird to be, like, you just straight up lied to me and we're, like, saying... It's not oh, really a lie. It's not a lie. It's just a weird thing to, like, realize was a lie. Yeah. Not, it was a fib, okay? Or... I feel like, wouldn't you be able to get the vibe of, like, this is a house house? Well, it's an apartment, so maybe oh, just... Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean, though? Yeah. Like, if you go to, like, someone's house, it's like, this is a grown person's house, and, like, you live here, versus, like, I think of a group of random guys, like, living in a house. Mm-hmm. But I guess if it's an apartment, then... Kind of, you can't really make it feel super homey. Yeah. So. All right. Next one I have. Uh, I put a, I put a note in my crush's locker with a note asking if he liked me, yes, no, maybe, or as a friend, and put a bag of peanut M&Ms with it. He wrote on the note, no, I don't like you, but thanks for the food. He showed it to our whole class. Ugh. This gives me middle school or, I don't know, I feel like middle school energy. Middle school maybe vibes. high school. You were too nice to them too soon. I love the, like, I like the idea of thinking that you, like, went and bought peanut M&Ms just for this and, like, not just had them lying around. Because peanut M&M's M&M's are Sierra's favorite M&M's. I do really like them. I like both peanut and peanut butter. And I really don't prefer either. I prefer, honestly, my favorite kind of M&M's are mini, mini M&M's. Yeah. Like, they taste better. I don't know why, but they do. And I also, the texture. Colorful goldfish. <laughs> colorful goldfish tastes better than normal goldfish. Like, I swear there's a difference. Close your eyes. I was blind taste yeah. tested, I feel like I'd have to be able to tell the difference. They're, like, smokier or something. <laughs> like, baked a little bit better? Yeah. Maybe. Every time me and Sierra have gotten saltines recently, like, our mom used to get saltines when we were younger, and we'd eat them as a snack, and we have refound saltines, and we like eating them as a snack now, but they must get, like, baked longer or something now, because they're always a little bit burnt, which I don't mind, but it's just different, and I don't really know what they changed about their cooking situation, their baking situation. I don't know. (laughs) So, anyways, that's all I have for that one, so here's the next one. Um, the first time I met this guy, it was in the gym, and he had told me his name was Samson, and he also said I don't like that, that name. This is what I think is weird. He also said that he would respond to anything. What? Like, you had just met, and you're saying, like, I'm Samson, but you can call me whatever, whatever you want. want. <laughs> you can call me anytime. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so it says, one day I saw him at the supermarket, and as he walked past me, I said, hey, Sebastian, and he laughed. I think he thought I was joking about the time I thought I saw him. I really thought his name was Sebastian. <laughs> I just think that whole thing. How did that work together so well? And then, like, after the fact, did you realize, like, oh, my God, no, he said his name was Samson when we were at the gym. I wish that she would have clarified, like, how she refound out what his name was. Because I imagine, like, them going on a date or something, and then, like, he mentions his name, and she's like, oh, shoot. Or, like, what if she just, like, kept saying, like, let's say, theoretically, they want a date, and she keeps saying Sebastian. He's kind of like, why did you pick, like, why that? Yeah, he's like... I, know I guess like I understand close. I said that I could, call, or you could call me anything, which I think is a weird thing just I, to say first time If he did say, I'm Samson, but you can call me anytime. <laughs> and that's, that's like what me. she heard. <laughs> and then he's like, why'd you call me Sebastian? 
every time I think or every time I hear the name Sebastian, all I can think about is The Little Mermaid. Yeah. Is it Samson with a P or without? Without. Which I think that's Which a is dog better. name. Yeah. That's such a dog name. Yeah. Samson. I don't like that name. I just think it's it doesn't roll off the tongue easily. Mm-mm. It's kind of hard to say. All right. What if after the fact she responds and she's just like, he totally said he can call me anytime. <laughs> like, that would make so much more sense. Or... That would be funny. Okay. Next one. So this is an embarrassing crush story. So I really liked this guy and it was pretty clear that he liked me too. Things were going pretty good and I was just going to try to take it slow with him and maybe transition into dating. However, as the days went on, I slowly started to lose feelings. It was Valentine's Day last year, and we ha- and we both had theater rehearsal that day. He pulls me aside and takes me to a private practice room in the band room with a couple of my friends. He then proceeds to sit down on the piano to play and sing, I Want to Hold Your Hand by the Beatles. Not very well, might I add. <laughs> at this point, I had no idea what to do. My friends were just awkwardly looking at me, and I had no idea what to do. Here's the worst part. Right in the middle of the song, the band teacher walks in and asks us what we're doing. My ex-crush says he's just playing a song, uh, and we'll be right out. I avoided eye contact and looked at my friend... I have to go to the next page. Uh, I don't even know where I'm at. Uh, he finished playing the song and runs out of the room, clearly embarrassed. I wished I was anywhere. I wish I was anywhere else in the world. Thank goodness we go to different schools now and barely have to see each other. I'm pretty sure he still likes me. A year later, more of the story. Don't sing a song to a girl you like in eighth grade. It won't end well. I feel kind of bad though. Like that's kind uh-huh. of sweet. Like the intentions were good, probably. And and like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying like, oh, you have to like him if you you know didn't like him before that it's just like probably embarrassing all around and like i'm sure like she just feels like embarrassed and so you can't really get rid of that feeling even if you like reframe in your head like oh it was it was okay he was trying to be nice i feel bad he ran out of the room (laughs) the mentioning of theater rooms brings me back i was never like i did not do band or choir past fifth grade but like i remember being sometimes you walk down like the theater hall and it's just like there's literally just rooms that are for whoever wants to use them, I guess. I don't really know. Um, okay. I was going to ask, because at the beginning of that, re-say what the beginning. Oh, okay. She was just talking about, they had talked, and then eventually she was like, oh, maybe I'd be interested. So and I was just going like, to pose a question. Okay. Um, how long, because everyone, there's usually talking stages first now before people start dating, and some people don't like that, but I think we've both mutually said on the podcast, like, you have to start somewhere to see if you like each other first before you actually put a label on yeah. it. How long do you feel like like, what's the max time before you're like, okay, no? Max three months. I was going to say that. <clears throat> that's a good number. I feel like even that's kind of long, but, you know, it's not the worst yeah. thing in the world. Who knows the circumstances? So. I think, going back to what you said about people hating the talking stage, like, you can call whatever you want, but I just don't, like, some people you're say, like, oh, I'm dating date. this person, and yeah. I'm like, no, you're not dating this person because you went on one date with them. Or like, then people, I wonder if people differentiate, like, because some people are people where they like to... They would have, like, maybe three people on, like, a rotation just to, like, feel out who they like best. I don't think that's wrong. I'm just, like, I don't feel like I would be able to do that. You know why I couldn't do that? One, too much, like, emotional investing into more than one person. But also, that's a lot of time. Yeah. Like, and also, like, it's a lot to do that with one person. You know what I mean? More people. You have to be, like, am I leading this person on? Am yeah. Am I not? Is that wrong of me? And, like, again, to each their own, like, I know there's a ton of people that do that regularly. I just, like, don't think that I could do that. Like, I have to focus, like, my energy on one person and, like, see that through. Especially because, like, I feel like most of the time if you're actively dating someone, like, you'd have conversation going on, like, somewhat regularly. So, like, imagine having three different people you're talking to. I'd be like, I'm lost. Who who am I talking to right now? Or just, like, when people do that, is it, like, customary? It's, like, one date's, 
like are fine but if you start going on like more than one date with one person is that when you're like okay now like we're committing to someone i feel like or is it just like it'd be max two dates and then if you're like okay i'm gonna go on another date with this person like i've got to cut off everything else because like i could see i guess if you're just like a one date type of person you're like one date here one date there one date there but i'm like are you ever then going to circle back or was it no i don't know let me know if you are a serial I don't know what like, serial Those people, honestly, like, like, I kind of respect them because, like, they are so on top of, like, dating and meeting new people. So yeah. So, I really do respect that. Yeah, I do, too. I don't have that part of my life figured out, so. So, yeah. Okay. Here's the next one. So, this is, if you guys watched TC2 and we did a video on there where we, um, what was that? It was when we were Truth or Flip? Like, yeah, Truth or Flip. And so, it says, so I have a embarrassing story very similar to what Maggie shared in our video. So, if you don't know what I'm talking about it's similar to this. A few weeks ago, I was in the car with my boyfriend. Keep in mind, we had just started dating. We were only five minutes from my house, and I started feeling nauseous. I was slightly hungover, but was feeling fine all day. We came to a red light, and I rolled down the window and puked outside of his car, and it was all over the side, and he had to go get a car wash. It was embarrassing, but we are still dating. So, still hanging on strong. (laughs) I just think it's funny that she had... She probably had watched that video, and, like, this has since happened to her. Oh, my God. She's like, no freaking way. (laughs) That's so funny. I'm trying to see I would be mortified. It just says a few weeks ago. We posted that, I feel like, longer than a few weeks ago, so. I would be so mortified. And, like, not I'd be in my head thinking, like, this is not happening to me. This is not happening to me. Yeah. I think I'd probably cry. Okay, next one I have. I went on my first day before COVID started, or, okay, sorry, I worded that weird. I went on my first day before COVID started, and we went to a local coffee shop. I ordered a tea, and he ordered a coffee and a bagel, and when we sat down, I had to hold up the whole conversation. While I was talking, he randomly jumped up and Hold said, on, pause. Coffee meets bagel. <laughs> there you go. Is that still an app? I think so. Um, while I was talking, he randomly jumped up and said, I gotta pee, and left me sitting there mid-sentence waiting for him to return. Once he does, we continue chatting. He proceeds to chew on a wooden coffee stir. I didn't mind much until he got a splinter on his tongue and starts spitting into his hand in order to get it out of his mouth. I just laughed it off. My inner germaphobe was freaking out. And then after this date, we ended up going to a Bible study together, and that just escalated the awkwardness. Not a fab first date. <laughs> Did she say this was after COVID started? No, before. Before. Right? Okay. That's funny. Maybe don't chew on wooden things. Yeah, that's a good tip. I, oh my god. This is funny. You should, after I say this, you need to help me remember to actually show you after the video. If you guys, the video or the podcast? After the podcast, sorry. But I thought it was funny. So I'll, so I'll share this with everyone. So if they want to laugh, share with the class. So if you guys know, you may not know who this is, but I follow someone on Instagram. Her name is JC Marie Smith. And she also does YouTube and like has a podcast. She has what we said podcast. So it's a bigger podcast than ours. So maybe you guys have heard of it. But sometimes I'll watch her vlogs. And she ha- her husband's name is Leif. And there's part of the video where, like, they go, they're in the car, they're trying a new restaurant they've never been to before, and they got pickup. And so, she was like, oh, like, it looks pretty good. And he, like, she said, like, kind of, like, is weird, though, they have, like, the wooden spoons. And then, I think her husband must hate the wooden spoons because, like, it doesn't taste great to, like, eat. It's, like, wooden. dry. Yeah. And so, <laughs> he starts talking about, like, how much he hates it. And then he, like, literally just gets, like, the biggest <laughs> shiver. Because he's like, I just imagine getting a splinter in my mouth. And it made me laugh. I had to rewatch it, like, five different times because... His reaction was just like he had no control. It just like a happened. visceral reaction. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. So hopefully, I'll remember to show you. You okay. guys can go watch it too. I don't remember what it what, what the video was. It was just like a week in her life or something. So sorry, it was uploaded somewhat recently. All right, it's your turn to read the next one. Okay, so my sophomore year of high school, I got my driver's license. 
I got my driver's <laughs> That's what I thought of when I first read week. this. And I started driving to school. I had a Jeep Wrangler, but it was also a stick, so it was hard to drive on hills. This makes me think of... We're going to bring up Ashley again. <laughs> he used to have a stick. And there was one time where we were driving just, like, through Iowa City, and it was just, like, stopping at traffic. And, like, I don't know how sticks work. I have no idea how you drive them, but it seemed like the most annoying thing because it kept being, like, just, like, shifting gears and stuff. And I was like, why would you ever get a stick? Anyways. Um, our high school is also on a hill. My first day driving at my car, I got breakfast with some friends and went to school. I said, I'm going to park by, insert my crush's name here because he's hot. That Never parked by them. When I was trying to leave school, someone was parked a little too close behind me, and I thought I would roll into them, so I pulled my foot off the clutch and shot forward, hitting his truck. Oh, He was no. in it, and his friend was in the bed of his truck trying to scare him and popped up. I then had to get out and talk to him about it. There was no damage, but it was so embarrassing. And Did you guys number though? Hey. This could have been a, <laughs> a meet-cute. Yeah. Um, to this day, his friends still say I'm a horrible driver. Honestly, Same. it could have been worse. Like I'm a horrible driver. <laughs> There's been some uh, incidents. Hey, we have a whole lot. podcast about that. You guys can go listen to that. We also have it uploaded. The video version is on YouTube. Not our proudest moments. We've had two incidents. I think it was nice to uh, air them out, though, because yeah. it's something that I was I just, always like, embarrassed about. And at least can... by telling people that I'm owning it a little bit. So, mm-hmm. there you go. And I feel like we analyzed them, like, fairly and avoided our biases. Yeah. And we were like, this was not the best of us. Yeah. So... Yeah, a little too, too many, too, too many things have happened to us in a school parking lot. <laughs> okay. Next one. This one time I went on a date with this guy who I met on Bumble. It started out pretty good. We had a lot of fun and had conversation for the first hour. Slowly, by sure, or slowly but surely, our conversation took a weird turn. He asked me if I wanted to go get a drink with him and I declined because I was 20. He responded, oh yeah, that's cool. It's probably a good idea. We don't anyways because I have this issue where I have to, phys- or have the physical inability to puke. So it probably wouldn't end up going well. He continued um, to go what? on right? That's what I was confused about. He has to have the... No, he has the physical inability to puke, so it probably wouldn't end up going well, which confused me because I'm like, why would you drink? Like, you don't have to throw up after you drink. Well, I'm sure he... he, That makes it sound like he was drinking enough where he probably should be throwing up, so... But, like, you wouldn't do that on a first date. Maybe he would. Okay, and then uh, said he continued to go on about his medical problem for the next hour in many different ways. This was our first and last date, by the way. Mm. yeah i would probably not go on a second date yeah be like interesting thank you for the information learned a lot but i don't see this going anywhere yeah okay here's this next one so it said my first job was at little caesar's which is a pizza place if you guys don't know and i was standing at the table where you put all the toppings on the pizza with one of my coworkers that i thought was really cute he was wearing a cologne that smelled so good and i could have sworn i said this in my head but apparently i said it out loud I said, you smell unbelievably delicious. I was mortified when I realized I said it aloud. He just looked at me, not sure how to respond. We never ended up dating or anything, but we actually ended up becoming friends, and so he he later became my roommate, so at least I didn't scare him off. That's so funny. (laughs) I feel like I was trying to think if I've ever had that happen, but... Had what happen? Like, where you think you say something, but you didn't. I feel like there's been instances where I thought I did say something out loud, but apparently, like, didn't happen. I think that happens more than... The other way around, for me at least. Alright, next one I have. Alright, here's my embarrassing crush story. I hope the embarrassment translate translates over text because this was mortifying. So, when I was in driver's ed a few summers ago, there was this kid in my class who I thought was really cute and really wanted to talk to him. I was trying to push myself out of my comfort zone this summer, and my friends knew it, so they kept telling me I should ask him for his Snapchat. 
One day at the end of class, when everyone was leaving, he was taking a bit longer at his desk, and I knew it was my opportunity. I marched right up to him and said, Hi, I know this is pretty random, but I was just wondering if you had a Snapchat. The wording of this was a mistake. Duh, he has Snapchat. It's 2016. He got this weird look on his face and waiting a few seconds before saying, uh, yeah. And judging on his tone, I could tell he really wasn't interested. I panicked and didn't want him to, or didn't want to make him give me his Snapchat if he didn't want to. So I just said, okay, thanks, bye. And ran out of the room. The worst part was we still had three classes left, so I had to see him three more times and live in the embarrassment. I feel like I can understand the embarrassment you're feeling. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of, like, do you have a Snapchat? I feel like that kind of implies I'm asking for your Snapchat, but maybe not. I feel like the mistake was you should have just said, like, hey, I know this is weird, but, like, can I have your Snapchat? Because then you've, like, already, like, pre, like, you've pre-questioned him. And he's like, yes, I have a Snapchat. And then you should be like, may I have it? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the weird part. That's the part where she was like, I can't get myself yeah. to say that. Uh, well, I feel for you. Sorry you had to experience that. Here's the next one. I went on a first date with someone who I met on Tinder. I met him at his house, and when we walked, and we walked to a place where we were going to get food after that. On the way there, we were walking under a tree, and I felt something wet on my hand. I looked down, and a bird pooped in my hand. Oh. We were next to a Taco Bell, but because of COVID, the doors were all locked. The only thing I could do was wipe, wipe my on the hands grass. on the grass yeah. and wait to wash my hands at the restaurant. Very embarrassed. I think you did what you could. Like, is it ideal? No. But you didn't do anything I would literally wrong. be like, what are the odds of that? Right? <laughs> I'd be like, why me? Okay, next one I have. This is the story. This is the story. <laughs> this is the story of the worst way I've been asked out. Before I start, an important detail is that my best friend and I have the same first name. So way back in eighth grade, my best friend got handed a note that said something along, along the lines of, will you go out with me from another girl in our grade? Let's call her H. And H told her that it was from a boy, J. We assumed that this was the J in our band class and were confused because at the time she was already dating someone else. Later that week, we confronted a band... Or we confronted Band J, and he had no idea what we were talking about. So we went back to H, and she told us that the note was actually from another guy in our grade who recently moved here, but was also named J. We also realized that my bestie didn't know the new J, but he rode my bus. I had spoken to him maybe once before, but he was, or but we eventually concluded that the note was meant for me. So in summary, in attempting to ask me out, J almost asked out another girl from another guy. I think I followed. I was getting a little lost in there. I can uh, clarify if I. I would love to, what was the resolution to this? I don't know. Like, an update. We're interested, so you said I'm no. guessing they're not dating. Well, yeah, I would figure, but I'm just like, this doesn't seem overly embarrassing. I, I think it's think. just an interesting story. Like, they thought person A and person B were going to maybe date, but it's like literally the two wrong people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's my next one. That's all I have. I have two more. How'd we get off? I don't know. I guess I did actually have two additional ones, so. That would make sense. (laughs) Here we are. Okay, I took a summer class at NYU and met a guy that I thought was cute. We hung out a couple times, um, and I could have sworn he was sending flirty signals. One day we were sitting on the grass in Washington Square Park, and this was so embarrassing, but I said, can I kiss you? And he said, um, no. (laughs) Oh my And then it's just like the, like, sweating, crying emoji. Hold on, hold on. She said, then two days later he texted me and was like, wait, I kind of regret saying no. Would you want to go on a date? So that weekend, we hung out late in, at night by, N, by NYU and went back into the park at, like, 11 p.m. Well, I guess the park closed shortly after that because um, at the end of the day, he kissed me. And while kissing me, two police officers came over and said, Sorry to break up the fun, but the park is closed. Can you leave? Clearly, <laughs> the universe was telling me I shouldn't be kissing him. LOL. <laughs> I'm guessing they're not still together. Nothing to confirm that they are, so. 
hey, at least I think that it made up for the embarrassingness you know? of it. Like, that would have been absolutely mortifying. That would have been redeeming. Yeah, so. it would have been. But, like, the first scenario on its own, yeah. I would have been like, I'm gonna go. I will never be seeing you again. Yeah, literally. <laughs> um, That's fine. Totally respect that. I will never see you again. <laughs> that would be how right, I feel. How do you, like, then, after that, do you just pick up and leave? Or do you continue just... I'd be like, okay, and then you just turn to, like, look at the sky again. <laughs> and you're like... You're just like, okay, I'll enjoy my Do you see the Big Dipper? Right, right, right. I see it over there. Yeah. Okay. Here's my last one, and then we'll get into sharing our stories. We're only a half hour in, so hopefully we can make our stories long. <laughs> we can kind of elaborate on stuff, so we'll see what happens. So, this says, When I was a sophomore in high school, I had the biggest crush on this guy two years above me. He was in one of my classes, and every time I went, I would always get so nervous. Looking back at it, it was pretty obvious that I liked him. Anyways, nothing ever happened that year. It was basically a big crush on a senior. Fast forward six years later, in 2020, I matched with this guy on Bumble, and we ended up hitting it off. We talked and hung out a couple of times and really started to see it and I really started to see a future with this guy. Well when I started stalking his Facebook like one should do when you first hang out with a guy, I saw a photo or I saw he had a photo with my high school crush. Not I thought only, she was gonna say it was her high school crush. Not only was it a photo, it was tons of them. It looks like they are brothers. And he was also no in way. my grade he was also in my grade and in the same class that I was when I had a crush on his brother. So I was nervous about starting a relationship with this guy because I'm sure his brother knew that I liked him in high school. And I have to go to a different page, so let me see where I am at. Knew that I liked him in high school and didn't want it to be awkward when I met his family. Fast forward a couple weeks after all that, I went to go to his basketball game and he was there. It wasn't as awkward as I thought it would be, but it was still weird to think about... It's still weird to think that I'm dating a guy whose brother I had a crush on. Anyways, fast forward to a year, my boyfriend and I are still going strong and everything is going great with our families. Aww, so, all good. That's good. That's funny. I imagine her, like, on the Facebook, and it's, like, probably, like, a random last name, like, Johnson or something, so, like, you wouldn't make a connection. Then you're, like, this is a suspicious number of pictures together. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then she's, like, it's, like, a family photo for Christmas, and she's, like... Or then, like, she did say that he was in the same class with them, right? I think that's weird that, like, you didn't know your crush's whole life story. You're, like, you didn't know he's, like, two sisters and a brother and a dog, like... And this is their brother's name and stuff like that. So that's kind of shocking. Because I feel like... It's been six years, so I guess, you know, who knows? I just feel like if you had, like, this huge crush on someone, you would know who their family is. Like, you would – she just said you would Facebook Facebook stalk any guy you're interested in. So, did she not do that in high school? Um, apparently not. Maybe he didn't have a Facebook. Maybe. Okay. So, that's a happy ending, then. All of the stuff that you guys sent in. So, Sierra, I think, shall go first and share her embarrassing, if you want to call it. I don't think it's embarrassing. It's just – it's quite the story, I think, and leave it at that. So, uh, let's go back to junior year of high school. Um, you guys know if you live in the U.S. or just maybe you know because you know U.S. culture from movies and stuff, but homecoming is big dance at the beginning of the school year, and I had not gone to any sort of dance at all. We can only start going to dances at our high school our sophomore year, but I was like, nah, I'm not going to homecoming sophomore year because I didn't really want to, didn't have a date, and I was just like, mm, no not for me. So, uh, at this point in time, Megan is talking to someone, so I'm like, okay, I know Megan's going to homecoming, but I'm like, I'm not going to homecoming, like, I don't want to go by myself, and Megan has been- anything wrong going, it's just yeah. like, we honestly aren't that intrigued anyways, so if you also don't have a date that's wanting to go with you, like, yeah. why? Like, I, yeah, anyway. So, Megan had even said that her date had a friend who needed a date, and I was like, I'm not going with a stranger, that sounds like the worst thing ever, like, going to a school dance with someone you don't know. Seems worse than going by yourself. Yeah, seems like 
the worst option of all. Yeah. So I was like, no, thank you. Um, also, keep in mind, at this point in time, there was a new kid in our school. He was also, or he was in my history class, and I thought he was pretty cute. And I told Megan about him. I don't know if I told anyone else, but I told Megan about him, and I was like, I don't know, like, how on earth to, like, make anything happen, because if you guys know me, you know that, like, I do not make the moves here. So, I don't even know, like, how this happened, guys. I have no clue. I swear I manifested this. But the only thing that I did was one time after uh, history class was over, I, like, in the hallway was like, uh, who are we playing today? Because he was on the football team. And, like, I'm literally a cheerleader, guys. Like, I freaking know who you're playing. (laughs) And so he, like, said who they were playing. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I went to my class. That's the only time I had talked to him, like, ever. And then he had, I don't know if it was, like, a couple days later, he, like, stopped me in the hallway and he was like, are you going homecoming? And I was like, no, I don't think so. (laughs) And then I was like, are you? And he was like, I would if you were going. And then I was like, oh, shoot. (laughs) Is this happening? And so he, I think he, like, we swapped Instagrams or something to, like, Instagram DM before getting phone numbers. And so, like, obviously, at this point in time, I'm excited. I don't know how this happened, but I was like, I think he's cute, and, you know, this is what I was hoping for. And I was like, how did I make this happen? Because that means I'm getting a homecoming date, and I'm not sure what is going on. Like, honestly, I think back to that all the time, and even though I didn't end up liking him, I'm just like, how did that happen? That's insane. So, we start uh, texting. Did you have any, when you first saw his Instagram, were there any... I don't remember there being anything Well, I just remember weird. his bio was, like, he's, he was a very emoji-heavy oh, kind of guy. I'm getting to that. Guy. Okay. I don't remember what his bio was or anything. but It was like that. <laughs> okay, I believe it. Uh, what I realized when we started DMing, and you guys can call me Shaw if you want. That's fine. But he is a heavy emoji user. And I don't mean this in, like, a way where it even makes sense. Like, it's, like, the type of emoji usage where every sentence needs an emoji and if something can have an emoji, it does have an emoji. And I tried so hard to still be interested in him because we're still going to homecoming together at this point. And so, like, the date has, like, the dates haven't happened yet. And obviously, I'm not going to cancel. But I was just, like, trying so hard to be like, oh, like, I like him. He's nice. Like, it's kind of like you have to kind of care enough where you still are like, yeah, I'll go to homecoming with, like, make it a good time. But mm-hmm. also, as soon as homecoming is over, being like, yeah, we're not this is gonna end now. Yeah. So, I remember texting Haley at one point, because I was just like, I don't know how to feel about this, because I'm, like, this is really bothering me, but I feel like it's a dumb thing to be bothered about, and then, I don't even remember what Haley said, but she gave me some good advice, and just like, if you aren't interested, like, you're not interested, and you just have to go to the dance with him, and then you don't have to talk to him ever again if you don't want to. So then I was like, this is my new mindset, and it really lifted weight off my shoulders, <laughs> truly. I was like, I just need to get through this dance, and then that's it. We still have history class for the rest of the semester, but we'll live with that. So, um, then we get to... I feel like also at one point, I had told who I was going to the dance with, who you were going to the dance <laughs> with, and I don't know how they even knew so much about this guy because he was new, but for some reason, one of my date's friends, like, hated the guy and couldn't stand him. So then we were like, oh, good, like, since we're going in a group now, because Sierra was, like, invited to join <clears throat> our group. Yeah. That I didn't set up our group at all. I was just, like, because my date was this person, like, we were going with his friends. And so, I was, like, well, interesting. Good. We'll see how that goes. So, again, keep in mind, at this point, like, I'm not interested at all. I don't want to go to the stance anymore. Uh, so, Megan and I decide we're going to drive ourselves so that we can have a little bit more 
autonomy in the night and, you know, decide when and where will be places. So it was kind of funny because, like, realistically, I would say go in the same car as your date, but this was a different circumstance. So we meet up for pictures. Well, that was probably such a, like, looking back, it's kind of cringe, but whatever. We did what we wanted to do, so it was fine. Yeah. Oh, I agree. It was cringy, but this whole thing is cringy. Um, I don't rem- I really remember him being late, but... Like, the like, pictures? Yeah. Probably. <laughs> and then, do you remember if he had flowers, or was that a thing he forgot? He forgot. Like, and that's not, a, like, that big of a deal, but it's just kind of, like, you have Like, I had the bit in here, and then, and then I was like, okay. No corsage. <laughs> and I want to also, Yo, I like... I remember your blues not matching at all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't think tie. we really coordinated anything. <laughs> Good. Good. Anyway, so, and I will full fully take responsibility i was not a good date this night like i was being quite standoffish but i didn't know how to balance like the idea of you know we are on like we're going to the dance together like you already promised that nothing is happening after this because i'm not interested so it's like how do you try to get through the night but also like not lead the guy on yeah so that's what i was bouncing and And i wasn't even like i feel like part of it too is kind of like you weren't even really interested in him from like a friend's standpoint anymore like your personalities just weren't meshing so it wasn't just like, oh, like, just be nice and have a fun time. Yeah. It was just not. But I'll admit, I was not making it a good night to even begin with. So we go to the restaurant. The restaurant sucked. And, like, I don't know who picked that. I think it was one of Megan's date's friends. But it was a bad choice. And uh, he did pay for my meal. So that was nice of him. And then we went to the dance. Megan and I drove separately again. <laughs> and we got to the dance. And I think that my date had ended up, because he was driving his own car, and he ended up at the dance before me, and so he, like, went into the dance. They have to pay to get in. Yeah, and typically, the guys will pay for their date, and I walk in with Megan, and your date must have been waiting for yeah. us, or, like, waiting for you, and I was with you. <laughs> uh, so we walk in, and then I don't know if I tried texting him or calling did. him, but it was, like, taking a while. So then Megan's date pays for both of us to get in, and himself, and I was like, thanks, <laughs> I guess. And I was, like, ready to be miserable for I a couple hours. Early on, though. Yeah. Like, we were in the gym. Also, this is a side note, but I was underwhelmed with, like, the homecoming setup <clears throat> in the sense of, like, I just pictured more people. And I know there's a lot of people there still, but I was, like, this is, like, it was just small. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, and I remember being, like, well, here's me trying to suck it up for a couple hours. And quite early on, like, I think literally before any dancing started, he asked if he could, like, talk to me in the cafeteria, and I was like, sure, and then I don't even know what the conversation went like, but it was essentially him being like, I'm getting, like, the vibe that you're not really into me, and I was like, yeah, (laughs) and then we parted ways for the rest of the dance. Did it feel like a weight was lifted, or? Yes, but then I just wanted to, like, leave, because I didn't really want to be there, but we stayed for a little bit. We had stayed long, like, we stayed long enough where I was like, Hopefully my date was fine with that. But again, yeah. like, I wasn't that into dancing either, so, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so that is Sierra's story. And now let's talk about our gym stalker. And so Sierra can jump in when she wants, because this was both of our experience. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try, this was a year and a half ago, so I'm going to try and remember as many details as possible. And I think that we probably both remember a good amount. But, so starting, first, we work at our, our campus rec center. And so, obviously, that's a bunch of students. And I remember, actually, I had gone to the rec by myself at one point because I believe that that is when I first um, came across this guy. And because I'm pretty sure, 
I don't have the first meeting fully in my memory because honestly the second thing when me and Sue were together was where it really all started but I think that I was like just I'm going to pull up text messages because I think that oh really you have stuff maybe from I did my text approval. from that long ago I don't know if I still have it I'll let you know if we do okay so I was at the rec by myself and so I guess he just was wanting to approach me I have no idea really except that I know I had I had seen him at the rec before I saw him the second time so that's all I really remember about the first time that I met him but he just like said something to me and then that was kind of it and I didn't really think anything of it and like Megan didn't tell me about this either because it was there was nothing I know but I'm just saying like then the second time so then um second time Sierra and I now you know classes had started it was like towards the beginning of the semester and we got a new class schedule so you know we found a day and times that would be good for us to work out in our schedule and so it was like a pretty repetitive thing you know because I feel like people kind of do that and so do you know if this was 2018 or 2019 I think Um, it was 2019. Yeah. I feel like 2019. I'll let you guys know if I can find anything. I think it had to have been 2019. It definitely was because it was not our freshman year. Because we lived at our apartment. Well, 2018 we lived in our apartment too. But it was, I know that it was second semester though. Okay. Oh, and we had like exercise fizz, so. Oh, wait, so it was fall, so it was fall 2019. Okay. I'll let you know if I find anything. Okay, we have a time, time frame is narrowed down. So, then, second time, we're at a different part of the gym and we're in, like, this area. I'm going to try and describe it to you. It's on, like, it's on a second floor. So there's, like, a track that goes around the end. But you can still, like, see down to a gym. And then there is a bridge that kind of goes across that gap that is filled with, like, a dumbbell rack. And, like, there's enough area for, like, multiple people to work out. But it's just, like, kind of a thin bridge across connecting the two sides of the track. And so it's not, like, a huge place to work out. But me and Sierra had gone a couple dumbbells and we, like, settled down and you know we were started working out i feel like my memory because i feel like he if i remember he approached me first but we were like together well, at first we were together and he from my memory came up and was kind of like do you guys mind if i work out like here? Oh, is this yeah. enough room yeah. and i was, and I was like, like i don't care like like sure. and it was pretty full and i was i just remember being like this is the same guy and I was again like, i didn't think anything of it because i was like, didn't tell I couldn't me. say anything this year because he was right there so i was just like okay so let's see where we go from here but yeah i'm like not thinking anything at this point i'm like I was kind of, the only thing I was thinking was just, like, why are you asking me? Like, yes. And so, he settles down next to us, and from what I remember, I tried so hard to just, like, not even pay attention to him, and I had AirPods in, I remember, and he still kept being, like, he was, like, trying to make small talk, which is just, like, if I keep taking my AirPod in and out, you start realizing, like, oh, like, they're working out. And from my memory, I don't remember him doing a single workout while he was standing or sitting next to us and me and Sue were trying to like do our sets and reps and he was kind of like oh like hi this is my name like I'm a student like what grade are you a student here and I'm like yeah and then they're like oh like me too or what grade are you in like what are you majoring in like they're like oh I'm this grade like this is what I'm majoring I wasn't asking any questions back to them okay you know how you do that when you keep a conversation going I was just like saying something and then like they would like answer for themselves and then um eventually Sierra this was probably like three to five minutes in Sierra's like I'm gonna go to the restroom quick and so I was like great love that but at that point I think this is when I decided okay now's the time for me to text Sierra the lowdown of like I don't know what's going on but this guy was talking to me last time I was at the gym and I just thought it was weird so I didn't want to stay in that area and so Sierra but at the same time Sierra before she came back I was like I'm she not was, coming back <laughs> she texted me and she's like I'm not coming back over yeah. there so like you can just like 
Mimi over here. And yeah. I was already thinking, like, I'm packing up. I'm leaving. I'm already packing everything I'm up. I'm walking out. And so I don't remember if there's any other thing going on. I have to assume it was, honestly. Like, do you think he followed us that first day or not? No, I think we, like, left shortly after that. Okay, let's assume that kind of wraps up. Like, that was, like, the starting point. And so then we didn't really think much of it because, again, it's just, like, okay, one-off thing. It was the second time for me, but whatever. And so then we still decided to go work out, you know, same-ish time. And it became – this starts being a thing where I can't remember specific instances, but it became a repetitive thing where we would go to the gym and we would see that he was there. And we would change floors. You guys, like, we – I'm not trying to make something of, like, nothing – we would be in one spot, we would see him, I would notice that he would see us, we would purposely move to a different place in the gym, and he would have absolutely no problem following us to a point where, like, we were on the treadmills, and he would be, like, two treadmills down from us after we had just got on the treadmill. No, I remember multiple times being, like, I think we lost him, and then the other one would be, like, he's right next to us. Like, we would be trying so hard, <laughs> like, we would try so hard not even to be, like, looking around at the gym because we just, like, did not want to make eye contact i remember we were on the treadmill for so long one time because we didn't want to get off that he literally got off the treadmill and went to the stairmaster because i feel like he got bored (laughs) and then since the stairmasters were facing away from the treadmill we we were like run like the amount of times that we just cut our workouts short and so yeah i feel like i don't remember anything else specific happening but that had to have happened like four or five times probably before like we got to the point where we were texting Maggie and Haley about this being like this is ridiculous we don't know what to do and like honestly we low-key started to feel just like not safe I feel like we were just really bothered by the fact that we couldn't work out in the gym and not have to worry about that and the fact that he was clearly not picking up on signals that we weren't interested and that he was being like so forthcoming with like I'm not even trying to hide that I'm following you around the gym well, I think what's annoying is, like, I don't want – I know some people have opinions of, like, don't approach people in the gym. I don't even mind that. I'm just, like, if he was going to say something, he should have already said it. And, and don't just follow me around. Like, don't think I can't see you following me around the gym five times that I've been here, you know? Okay, guys. We just took a hefty to have been 45 minutes. hiatus because I was confident that we had the text messages of us texting Haley and Maggie about this guy – and we scrolled all the way back to October 2019. And that took a while. And we found them. And also, we're not dumb. We know you can search stuff, but it was not working. It was not helping us find the text at all. So we scrolled for, like, over a year through our group text, and we found it. So we, I saw, like, some bits and pieces where I already realized, like, why I got some of the story actually wrong. So we're going to otherwise go through and, like, blind react to this group chat that we have. It's me, Sierra our older sister Haley, and our cousin Maggie. So, I first said, help, Sierra and I have a stalker. And then Haley said, question mark, question mark, where are you? And I said, we are walking home, and he isn't following us, but he keeps going to the wreck at the same time as us and follows us around the whole time. So then Sierra said, and he's already tried talking to us, so no, it's not in our head. So then Haley said, wait, how does he know when you go to the wreck? Do you guys go at the same time um, and same days? And I said, I don't know, but this is the third time in like a week and it's been a few day a few different times during the day i'm guessing it's probably around the same-ish time i don't know yeah we usually went like midday um and i said so i'm being 110 percent serious right now you need to go to the front desk next time and tell them that this person has followed you around the gym multiple times and you don't feel safe and then i was like ugh why does this happen and she said i'm serious this is Hill again i'm serious that's not okay in any sort of way when he's tried to talk to you you 
what his what has he said so then here's where i got it wrong i couldn't remember the first gym situation because i forgot i didn't meet him for the first time at the gym so the first time i saw him was like two weeks ago by myself when i was studying at the mall that's the old capital mall it's not really like a mall it's like right on campus but that's where i was like studying a little bit probably like in between classes or before my class i don't know um he asked me if um he could sit with me again that was the very first time i saw him so i'd never met him before then like two days later um or the following monday i happened to see him at the rec and i was like that's weird what a coincidence and then he went out of his way and asked if he could work out in the spot next to us even though clearly no one was in the spot next to us then he used that as a segue to ask what grade we were in and asked if we like it here and then we made it out of that area asap then it's been like two more times since then of him being there and it feels like every time we leave an area he decides to go and just linger where we move to so then Haley said please tell someone at the rec next time you see him and then Sierra said we will for sure do something next time um then Haley said just say that you it's been happening for a few weeks um try to see anything else Maggie was like that's so scary Haley said, I'm going to laugh if he's just trying to get the courage to ask for one of your numbers, but regardless, he shouldn't be following you around. That's so creepy and not okay. Which I think is, like, the main takeaway here is, like, don't keep doing that. Don't yeah. keep doing what he was doing. I said, well, yeah, I understand, but he should be able to pick up social cues, and if he can't, then that is concerning. Um, let's see. That is pretty much it. So, yeah. And also, like, for the record, we didn't end up having to go to the front desk or anything because we decided, we decided to work out at a different place on campus uh and that's why we weren't vlogging because we didn't want to be like we're working out here now and we just let it die down for a couple weeks and then we went back to our normal schedule and then also actually I've never seen him again we started working out at hotworks and stuff around this time too so we that was I not planned by the way going to the rec probably less often and yeah so that was the situation was it worth scrolling for 45 minutes for Maybe not, but I think that it was nice to get our authentic reactions, and now you guys know it was legit. Yeah, and now I remember where I, where we, I saw him the first time, and then it was just like, the feeling I had when he was at the gym, I was just like, what is going on right now? Like, I do want to be very clear, like, we did not feel like we were in any, like, sense of danger. It was mostly just like, I just wish that, like, like creeped out and wanted it to stop. Yeah. That was it. So, hopefully you guys enjoyed. That concludes our <laughs> stories. Um... Yeah, thank you guys for sharing your own stories. Um, if you guys didn't get the chance to share a story and you'd like to publicly share yours, fear f- or feel free to comment your story on our Instagram post that we have for this episode. Otherwise, make sure you guys subscribe to our podcast. You can go rate us on iTunes, and we'd really it's appreciate Apple Podcasts. that. Apple Podcasts. <laughs> it's all the same. <laughs> and we will talk to you guys next Thursday. Bye. Bye.